0: The Eagles are entering a new era, new quarterback most importantly, and in my opinion you've got to build for the future and try to make sure that you have a anything.
1: Bears banter going crazy.
2: This is Boston Scott and you're listening to the Birds Bancer Podcast.
0: What is going on, Eagles Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Birds Banter Podcast. Welcome to part two of NFL Mock Draft um, with GSA Sports Agency. We got Joshua Grady and Rodney Chance. If you guys didn't check out part one, check it out on your favorite podcast platform. We went through picks one through 16 in the NFL Draft. This section is gonna be 17 to 32. We got some more trades. We got some more exciting picks, so make sure you stay tuned for the entirety of this podcast. Check out where your favorite players will land, where your favorite teams uh, will draft your favorite players. And let's get straight into a Part two of our NFL mock draft.
1: Okay. I'm on the clock. Who we got? Raiders. Oh, no, Brandon here. Chucky, he's going to want to run a football. You got Josh Jacobs. You know what I'm saying, I think they just signed. And they just signed that quarterback? Was it, we signed Kenyon Drake, too, I think. Right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, so, you know, they're going to want to run a ball. Uh, Las Vegas lost, I think, at least two offensive linemen from last year. And so when you look at Christian Derisaw being available right there, he's a grinder, man. You know, Khalil Herbert ran for upwards of 1,200, 1,300 yards in large part because of Christian. uh, Just someone that just day in and day out last year when you watch the tape, he was a mauler. He's big body, wide frame, got a good base. I think the the obvious selection for the Raiders with that offensive tackle need is going to be Christian Derisaw.
0: I like that. All right, so now the Vikings are back up on the clock. Rodney, um, you're back on the clock with the Vikings. So Vikings just traded back with the Dolphins. They're picking out 18 overall.
2: Yeah, so um we've recently seen some some issues at cornerback, particularly with their nickel, um, Gladney. So it's they have the insurance policy with Patrick P. Um, but I think that they need to start planning for their future their defense is starting to get a little older with Anthony Barr um I think that they should focus on best available um to me it can't hurt to have more weapons on offense for Kirk Cousins um you already seen what Jefferson did last year um you know what I was feeling what he can do I think they might add another weapon but also I believe they lost a lineman this year. So I think they're going to go with uh, Elijah
0: veritucker. I think that's a perfect fit for them. Even if they stay at 14, I think that's
2: an awesome value for them. I think he's uh, kind of underrated. Um, he's versatile. He's athletic. He can play a number of positions on the line. It's just a matter of which, fit, uh, which team he goes to. Mm-hmm. All right, so I'm on the
0: clock with Washington, and I'm going to make a phone call. So I'm going to call up Joshua at 29 with the Packers. And so, Joshua, you, you've you neglected helping Aaron Rodgers for a long time now.
1: Far too long. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, last year you traded up to get a quarterback, and he went on to be the MVP. And I mean, even if you want Jordan Love to be your quarterback next year, you're still going to need some help offensively i think it's finally time that you draft a first round wide receiver we got devontae smith on the board right now how about i move back to 29 you get number 19 and i get your third round pick this year
1: mm. i'll give you a fourth and a seventh
0: Now we're not going to do that as
1: well as as well as swap no that's a no huh they no, said no. Ah, but we Aaron's bugging me too, man. He just did an interview talking about it. They just interviewed Jordy Nelson on Pat McAfee, and they were trashing our organization. You know what? Due to public pressure, you know, we're one of the few franchises, really the only franchise that is, you know, in quotes, owned by the public. We got to please the people. We'll accept the trade.
0: All right. Pleasure doing business.
1: And with that said, we are going to take who I believe could also be. It's so much talent in this draft. One of the best offensive weapons. went in, doesn't matter who his quarterback is. Doesn't matter who the corner is guarding him. Devontae Smith, we are going to get him on a, you know, some sort of meal plan. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Big no plan. To, you know, You're going against these NFL corners. You are going to have to gain some weight. That's just the reality of the situation. But being able to pair Devontae Smith with Devontae. <laughs> Devontae Smith and Devontae Adams Devontae two times that's almost as good (laughs) as
0: Jalen Rager and Jalen Waddle, but you know Uh,
1: (laughs) okay I'm gonna take yeah we're taking Devontae Smith no brainer and that's something like I don't understand I really don't understand I think I just saw was it it's been at least five years I think longer I want to say it's been longer than that since they've addressed the skill position in the first round for Aaron Rodgers you know, so it's just, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, we're taking Devontae Smith. And I appreciate the offer Washington yeah. for my team.
0: Absolutely. So it's really <laughs> crazy. Uh And when I've been doing these mock drafts recently myself, I've been getting similar results every single time, kind of hit the wall there. So it's cool to see different inputs just to see um, where players might go. And every single year you see players that might go earlier than people expect and later than people expect. So we saw Jalen Phillips go top 10. A lot of people don't have him going top 10 right now. Devontae Smith falling to almost 20. Mm. I mean, he's the Heisman Trophy winner. He had the best college season that we've ever seen from a wide receiver. Um, Players are going to fall. Players are going to move up. We saw with DK Metcalf. There's some minor health concerns, and he went to the last pick of the second round. So, you know, things are so unpredictable on draft day, and I think we're seeing this right now on this mock draft. Um, Joshua, you're back up on the clock with the Bears, who might be a little bit happy with the way this board has fallen. Um, what are you thinking here? Okay, so if
1: I'm the Bears, you know, obviously you signed Andy Dalton. There's really two options. With You obviously have – they need to still, I think, address the quarterback position. With how the board has fallen, though, it's almost seeming like they're still getting a similar style of quarterback while it's a Nick Foles and you had Trubisky and you got a Nick Foles and now they got an Andy Dalton. Do, you re- do we really want to go with Matt Jones? Kind of a similar pocket passing. I don't really think so. An option could be to trade back. One team that could be of interest in might be the Kansas City Chiefs, just because the Chiefs really need an offensive tackle. Mm-hmm. After you look at Tevin Jenkins, the fall from him to the next available offensive tackle, rather long. Uh, but we ourselves also have realized that we need help on the offensive line. So instead of trading out of this pick, we're going to go ahead. We're going to grab Tevin Jenkins just because. Again, I think with the Bears, you have to be someone that is like we're seeing within the NFL. I mean, we saw it in the Super Bowl. If you don't have proper protection on the edges, those guys are coming. Those guys are getting faster, stronger, bigger, all the things. And so for us. I would like to potentially trade back, but we're taking Tevin Jenkins here.
0: I like it. Um, yeah, I think that's a awesome pick for them because they definitely need some help. And I agree with you, the the quarterback situation at number 20 isn't great. I don't think they're that interested in Mac Jones, haven't really been tied to him too much. And um, Andy Dalton is just a bridge quarterback. We all know that he's gonna be playing for one year and then hopefully the Bears have a good enough pick next year that they can go get somebody that's gonna be more talented and start this rebuild process with a new quarterback. Um but yeah, I think finding your cornerstone offensive tackle is important here. Number 21, the Colts are on the clock. They got a new quarterback with Carson Wentz there. Um former Eagles quarterback. Rodney, what are you thinking? Um Chris Ballard is on the clock and uh you got a big decision to make here.
2: Yeah, I mean honestly thought about trading out of this. Um Trading back in the draft, just because of um, there's a few things that we need. So I would I would like to have more opportunities to fill the depth for the roster. Um, Matt, are you able to see? Hey, I'm biased. Are you able to see what the Patriots have in the second round? Patriots second round, yes. Um, just look it up. Forty-six. Hmm. Okay, forty-six. Oof, that's a bit of a drop there. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna keep the pick. <laughs> we're gonna keep the pick. Um, I think you know they have Xavier Rhodes out, out at corner. Um, you could definitely use some edge rushers. Um, hmm, there's two guys that are. I man ah. I like the edge guy from Georgia, but I also like Mr. Technician at cornerback, Greg Newsom. Mm. Ooh. I think uh, in that division, ooh. we're going to go Greg Newsom. All right. Cornerback, got kind of a Northwestern. Fourth corner off the board.
0: Could you imagine? if uh carson wentz gets another quarterback drafted they take mac jones
2: not never gonna <laughs> happen
0: but <laughs> imagine what's going on in that man's mind that would be crazy <laughs> that really would be that would be tough yeah be you just have to retire mm-hmm. it. all right number 22.
1: Titans, greg is greg is nice yeah like he it, is
0: man. um titans are on the clock so i i'm kind of upset with that right now because Titans need a corner badly. They lost to Jackson and really just weren't that great in the secondary before. So um, I think the Titans would be a candidate to maybe move up, but I didn't really expect the Colts to take a corner. So um, we're going to move on at number 22. Um, looking at the board. So I'm going to think a little bit outside the box. Not really a need right now, but I think Aziz Ojolari is just I can't miss prospect. I think he is so versatile. Um, and they just lost to Davion Clowney. So they need somebody to step in, be that edge rusher, and he can drop into coverage. He's so long. I think he's six, six. Um, really productive. I think he is going to be a pass rusher that, that they can use for the future. They got Jeffrey Simmons there at D-Tackle. They're going to be solid. Um, so I'm
2: going to take Ojolari. Yeah, that's that's something that the Titans have struggled with is getting to the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely a good pick. That was a good pick. Thank you.
1: That's a good pick. Mm. So the Jets are here. Looking at the board, really none of the positions of need for the Jets are too high on this board that are left. Uh, I know they need an edge. I know they need corners, and I know they need receivers for sure. Um, <clears throat> if I'm the Jets, I'm going to be in reality. I would be looking to trade down for someone, maybe to trade even out of this pick. You already got your guy at quarterback. I would more than likely be trading out of the first this first round pick just to see what sort of value you have. But since we're not going to go into the second round pick based on the board that is here, hmm. I think what you might want to do here is try to grab someone that can kind of just be a chess piece for them. I know we're having Robert Sala. Uh, the defense is going to look differently. Uh, I know they have some pieces in the, with Marcus May on a deep, the back side. You've got some good defensive alignment. I know they got Quentin Williams. Uh, I'm going to go with who I think is the ultimate chess piece in this draft on defense with Jeremiah Owusu. Um, I just think that what you can do with him, whether it's bringing him in pressure, dropping him in coverage, aligning him with running backs, aligning him with tight ends. There's just so much versatility. And when you look at what Salah was able to do in San Francisco with his 40 with the linebackers, I just think that he is someone that he can really just utilize and build the defense around. The combination of a using a Wusu with the Marcus May again, I mentioned they got some pieces on the defensive line. I think definitely a Wusu is a pick here. Based on what is available, I would trade back if I was a Jets, but I think Robert Sala, if he's there, I think he's going to take him.
0: I like that. He's elite coverage. He's special. Elite. Yeah, he's different. He's
1: a true three. He's he's not coming off the field.
2: Yeah.
0: He's not Agreed.
1: coming off the field. And just when you look at the nature of the game and where the game is going, what team is utilizing the running back so much in the passing game, it's just, you know, he's someone that you're going to, he's going to play 80, 90 snaps every game. So yeah. I think he just has tremendous value. And so that's what I'm taking.
0: I like it. So the Jets, they're getting Justin Fields at number two with their quarterback. And then Jeremiah Wusu Karamoa at uh, number 23 with their linebacker. I wasn't going to try
1: that, the last one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, yeah, JOK. We'll just call him that. But um, yeah, number 24. Steelers are on the clock. Um, Steelers were able to retain Juju Smith-Schuster. They lost James Conner. And uh, they got Big Ben coming back in 2021. So, Ronnie, what are you thinking here at number 24? Ooh.
2: I think the Steelers definitely need to replace James Conner at running back. Najee Harris definitely fits that still city, tough guy, run downhill, get the yards that you need, um, the criteria in Pittsburgh, but also. I believe their linebacking court, they were depleted. They lost um, Bush last year, torn ACL. They lost Bud Dupree in offseason to the Titans. Um, I think a guy who really, Joshua and I know who this guy is. He, um, actually, you do too, Matt. But uh, a guy that I think really fits what Pittsburgh is all about. You know, that yeah. steel curtain mindset, just see ball, get ball. There I, I was saying him, but it's another guy Ooh. that I, I think really fits that mold is uh, – his name is John Davis Ooh. out of Kentucky. Okay. I think he just – downhill. They have some aging linebackers. Um, I think Vince Williams is 31, 32. He's getting up there in age. If you put him next to a healthy bush, I think they have something with Watt as well. I think they have something for the future with Minka in the back. Cornerback is of need, serious need, but I think they can get that later in the draft.
1: Mm. I like that. That's a
2: good pick.
0: Yeah. And I, I'm glad that you didn't take running back because I think in the first round, running back is definitely a luxury pick for teams. And the yeah. Steelers, I mean, if they continued the success that they had early in the season with what were they, 8 0, 9 0, they could be taking a running back just to fill out the roster. But you saw, I mean, they fell apart later in the season and in the playoffs. The Browns just completely destroyed them in the first half, so I think going away from running back is the correct decision. Even though they lost uh, James Conner, they need to make sure that they fill out different needs. So that's a good pick. Um, I'm surprised you
2: didn't take uh, Zayvon Collins, but um, mm. I like it. it. It was close. It was close, but had to had to change it up at the last second. All right, sounds
0: good. So Jaguars are on the clock. So we got Trevor Lawrence. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm gonna to move to defense, and I'm ecstatic with the way this board has fell so far for the Jaguars at number 25. Um, I'm gonna fill out my uh, defensive backfield. You know, we we need the safety. We got Trevor uh, Trayvon Merrick, and I think he's just fantastic. He can do everything on the field, but he's super good in coverage. Really gonna help the defense, and uh, I think just because. The offense is is kind of complete now with Trevor Lawrence. There are going to need to be some more picks later in this draft that we're going to have to make. But we got DJ Chark, James Robinson. Um, you know, the offense kind of exceeded expectations last year. LaVisca Chenault being a second-year receiver, he's going to, going to be special in our opinion. So we're going to get Merrick and uh, fill out this defensive backfield.
2: Mm. Yeah, I like that pick. <laughs>
0: yeah, I like that pick, man.
1: I like that pick. Uh that's all yeah so based on how the board is right now you know the Browns having the Browns they don't really have too many team needs uh, I think it would benefit them or us if one of the receivers that has already been taken fell I think it would be really good to get someone else on the outside obviously OBJ has come back from injury uh, so I think they're going to have their fingers crossed that one of the receivers is able to fall to them that has already been taken but if not just based on who's available. You know, I think, again, Cleveland is really, like Rodney had even mentioned with Pittsburgh, Cleveland is trying to make sure that they develop that grinder mentality, that we're going to be able to run a rug 25-something times. Our own line is going to push you down. They're going to knock you over. But then on the defensive side, you know, they they got Garrett, Jesson Clowney. Who else do you want to add? I think Christian Barmore. Christian Barmore is someone that uh, – From what I've read, what I've heard is getting a lot of first-round buzz that he's just, you know, when you look at his Alabama career, he was very consistent for Alabama. You know, he's coming from a pedigree program. He's someone that you can plug and play instantly. I know they have, I want to say, Sheldon Richardson. They didn't have another interior D lineman. Malik Jackson. Yeah, Malik Jackson. But I think with Christian Barmore, he is someone that can come in, play right away, and then when you just kind of look at that defensive line, like, who wants to play against them? Honestly, who's going to want to block them? And so I think for the Browns, and I th- also like a lot of people forget, them boys was in it with Kansas City. Like they mm-hmm. were in that game at Arrowhead for a while. And so for me, I don't think you need to do anything special, but being able to get someone that can really anchor that defensive line for years to come, I think Christian Barmore Moore is a pick.
0: I like that. That defense is complete now. It's complete. Like, bro, the
1: yeah. Browns, Browns nice, bro. Yeah. Unless yeah. a big Old injury
0: day. happens, there's not a, anything else you can do there. Yes. All right. Ravens are on the clock.
2: Rodney, what you got? So the, with the Ravens pick, need to help our boy Lamar out. Please give him some more weapons. Um, Let's see. Can you go to who's on the board at wide receiver? Yes, sir. Now they already have a shifty guy. So Elijah might not be the guy for us. Mm. Terrence Marshall has potential in this offense, um, but they also need to protect Lamar Jackson as well as get that running game back to going. Um, I think I'm going to go with in, in Baltimore Ravens fashion, built on defense. Um, I'm going to take a little different perspective here. Um, I think they're lacking in their linebacker core. They have a young stud um, at linebacker. I believe it is Queen, I want to say. Yeah, Patrick Queen. Patrick Queen, he's a stud. But LJ Fort is also the starting um, inside backer. And he's getting up there in age. I think if they start building that defense up again, um, you're going to have to stop Cleveland Browns. You're going to have to stop the Steelers. You're going to have to stop Joe Burrow um i think a guy who can really go sideline to sideline he excelled in the sec he's a little shorter but i want to go with nick bolton out of missouri all right that's a bold pick there yeah i'm interested to see if bolton goes first round second round He he's definitely a toss-up i think mm, yeah I, I think he's he's was mentioned early with first round and then they've kind of gotten away from it he's more in the second round but he got a motor, man. Like mm-hmm. he he's can a go. Yeah. All right. So
0: I'm on the clock with the Saints, and um, I'm really happy that the Ravens did not go wide receiver because I need a wide receiver badly. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Michael Thomas, he had a pretty bad year. Um, other than that, Emmanuel Sanders, he was okay. Filled in when he needed to, but other than that, it's it's been really bad. So. I'm going to get who I think will be one of the most pro ready wide receivers in this league. And will have a very, very long career. Terrence Marshall. um, He kind of fell in the shadow of Jamar chase through this pre-draft process. He's getting all the attention and then pro day Marshall, he showed what he had ran the four threes as well. Um, Really good measurables everywhere else. And I think just the size, the speed, I think He's going to be special, uh, especially with the Saints if they can figure out their quarterback position, whether it's going to be Taysom Hill or um Jameis Winston, whatever they're going to do there at quarterback. Terrence Marshall is going to be special.
1: Mm. That's a good pick. I think he's a stud, a good yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's a stud, man. He's really talented, bro. I think that's a good pick for him.
2: I can, I can see, I can see the Ravens taking him, yeah, yeah. I agree. I can see, I can see him taking him.
0: Mm, so 10 o'clock. yeah i'm back on because i got oh, washington me. traded back oh dang i see yeah yep. i'm
1: thinking it's my pick <laughs> okay no it hurt bro that's the one thing hurt about trades yeah
0: <laughs> okay um, go ahead yeah My bad. all right now you're good so washington is on the board now or on the clock they traded back from 19 to allow the packers to go get the receiver finally they got devontae smith um washington We got some needs. Um, Signed Ryan Fitzpatrick as quarterback. Um, You got Taylor Heineke, who was the playoff hero until he wasn't and ended up losing to the Buccaneers. The defense is really good. Um, The front seven is fantastic. You got Cameron Curl at safety, who's um, exceeded all expectations as a sixth-round pick last year. Ronald Ronald Darby's gone. So corner, they might need some help at corner. Um, But you know what? I'm going to look forward – the future of this football team. I'm going to take a quarterback. Uh, Mac Jones, I'm mm-hmm. pretty happy as Washington for falling down to 29. I think I got great value. I got a third or a fourth round. Was it the third round pick that I got from you? Third. Um, yeah, third, third yeah. round pick. Mm-hmm. Moved down 10 spots. <laughs> and I got a quarterback for the future of my franchise uh, for next year. So I'm going to go Mac Jones.
1: That's a good pick. And that's it. When, I, when I thought I had Washington, that's what I was going to take.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So we are coming down to the home stretch. Picks 30, 31, and 32. We all have one pick remaining. Yeah. Buffalo Bills um, had a really awesome season with Josh Allen. stefan Diggs, what a amazing addition he was. That defense was fantastic. So, not a lot of holes in this team, but definitely room to improve. Shot to get to that championship game, get to the Super Bowl. Rodney, who are you taking here? Yeah.
2: So the Bills, they added to that offense, Um, added Emmanuel Sanders. Um, I believe they they added Matt Breda at running back. Um, They got some guys in the stable. They signed back um, Boston College guy, um, Matt Milano, at linebacker. Mm -hmm. Edmonds is in there. And they signed back Levi Wallace. So I think cornerback is definitely a key need for them. but I can definitely see them building um, with the win-now attitude right now and having – I know running backs aren't taken in the first round, but having Najee Harris right there, a downhill runner that can complement with Devin Singletary, uh, I, I kind of don't think they can pass that up. Um, I, I think they go Najee Harris. Mm. No, yeah. I mean, with the
0: board, the way the board fell, I think that's a no-brainer because Singletary, he's not a starting running back. Yeah, is he that can't handle it or injured? He's injured yeah. I'm sure. yeah. Yeah. So I mean, Singletary's not going to get a second contract, especially if they draft Najee
2: Harris. I think that's a fantastic pick there. That 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 running back stable is a little crowded. Yeah. So I, I could see them not going there as well. But if you have an opportunity to, to grab somebody like that. Obviously, you don't have to spend money at running back for the next four or five years. If it's the first round, you might have to spend money for five years. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely agree
0: with you. So the Chiefs are on the clock. Um, we're, we're feeling pretty good. We think we can get back into contention next year, get back to the Super Bowl for the third year in a row, um, get the Lombardi Trophy back to Kansas City. We did make some – Interesting moves this offseason. The offensive line got pretty depleted. And, uh, you know, we got to make sure that Mahomes is safe. We saw what happened when he was not safe in the Super Bowl. He couldn't make plays. He was making the throws, but, you know, just weren't getting completed, whether it was from the pressure or wide receivers not catching the ball. So we're going to help him out. We're going to get Liam Eichenberg, offensive tackle from Notre Dame. Be that bona fide left tackle for the future make sure that Mahomes can grow with some uh, you know, solidity and um, grow with someone on the offensive line there.
1: I would not be surprised if they trade up. I don't know if they love an offensive tackle prospect, but if they do, I wouldn't be surprised to see it because they have to get a tackle. Yeah. They like, have to. And if there's someone that they're like, he's the guy, I can see them moving up for him.
0: I think especially if uh, Slater falls like he did in our draft, then that means Darisol is going to slide then I think Darisol is going to be a good fit for them to try to trade up, not go super high up for Slater, get kind of in between and get Darisol.
1: Yes, that's good. That's a good pick, yeah. man. That leaves me on the clock with the Super Bowl champs, who quite honestly don't really need anything.
0: Best team in football. <laughs>
1: yeah, they don't no need that. And, you know, I saw someone the other day, basically, which is so true, right now they're just drafting for depth you know, they're drafting for depth, they're drafting for the future, and so I think one position that you might want to address, I know, uh you know, you got ETN on here, running back rooms, crowded, you just drafted Keyshawn Vaughn last year, I don't think they're going to go that route, uh, don't really need a linebacker, I'm probably with you, you know, how that board is shaking up, don't need a corner, I'm going with Jason Owe, um, you know, from Penn State, I think just to to be able to have the opportunity to, you know, they have the the needed edge rushers already, you know, they have that, but to be able to have someone that can come in behind a Shaq Barrett to be tutored, you know, you already got good defensive alignment in the middle already and to just allow him like, look, your rookie year, when we need a fresh body, just go get the quarterback, go get the quarterback. That's all you got to do. Just go get the quarterback. And so I think of any of these teams Tampa Bay is just like fantasy football. They're just waiting for whoever's the best available, whatever position they so choose, you know? So that's what we're taking.
0: I like that. I'm really glad he went in the first round. I think he's definitely first round talent. And uh, yeah, I mean, I could see them going edge rusher there. I could also see them go running back just because Leonard Fournette's only back on a one-year deal. Ronald Jones, I liked him coming out of college, but just really hasn't found his footing in the NFL. So ETN, I think, could be a good option, especially if Najee Harris is off the board. Um, but yeah, that's a solid pick to uh, close out the first round there. What What are you guys' thoughts on your uh, selections?
2: Uh, I I think honestly, with the Patriots, that's the Patriots. So they have three offensive linemen who are on one year deals. It's really prove it year for Isaiah. Win. I mm-hmm. could see the Patriots if we see a, a slide with Slater or with Panay Sewell or even there, I can see them um, trading up to get that guy for the future. Um, similar to what they, what they did, with I think with Nate soldier, um, they like to get the offensive lineman. I know they don't have the great, I'll say the greatest of all time offensive line coach um, still on the, on the roster, but, they kind of need to build for the future with the draft. I mean, with the uh, line, I can see them trading back to either get more picks or trading up to get a lineman. I I don't think they're going to take a quarterback in the first round. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they might not, man. Um, And I think like doing this, this is a good practice because I can see multiple teams based on how our board fell be like, I don't want any of these guys right here. They don't fit our needs. I could see, especially if you get to the second half, and, if the, again, if the board falls how ours does, I can see a decent amount of trades in the back end of the first round. Uh, it is going to be very interesting, man. I think I'm very excited to see, like, save that, like, the results. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. like oh, keep it. Um, because especially like, when you're looking at the receivers, a lot of this is just going to be based off preference, honestly. Like, is there really a rhyme or reason to take a, a chase over a waddle or a waddle over a chase? Or a Bateman over this guy, or this guy over a Bateman. You know, it's just so much that I think it's just gonna be based off of preference. But I also think what we are gonna find in this draft particular is who are the really good evaluators. We're really gonna be able to see because there's so much talent, just like every year, but it seems like every single year there's so there's 45 guys that can really go in the first round. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even when you look at the offensive tackles, who's really the best offensive tackle? Who's the third best? Is Tevin Jenkins better than a Darisol? Is like the the alignment the from a Notre Dame. Is he better than such a such, than Cosme? You know what I'm saying? So I think it's going to be very interesting because certain teams have obvious needs that are going to have multiple guys available. I'm curious to see how they choose one over the other when some of these guys are like neck and neck. So yeah, this is good practice though, man. I don't know why this is my first time doing these. This, this is fun.
2: Yeah, that was actually fun. 100.
1: And I was going to say on the Rashawn Slater note, this is something I forgot why I said, I think they could look at him as a tackle if they are, if the Chargers do take him. Just because I had I had Eckler, I had Joshua Kelly, and whoever was it, Justin Jackson, my running backs, on my fancy mm-hmm. team, and their yards per carry was trash. Yeah. Low, 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 low. And so that was one thing I did want to mention in regards to that.
0: Mm-hmm. And they got, you know, they got to protect Herbert, so – um. Yeah. O line is definitely a big need there. So appreciate you guys all for tuning in. Uh, draft is going to be very, very special, very unpredictable this year. So uh, make sure you tune in Thursday, uh, two weeks from the day we're recording this, actually. So um, make yes. sure you tune in. Compare us, compare our picks that we made, our trades, and uh, see how we did. So before we get out of here, uh, both Joshua and Rodney have podcasts. I want to make sure that they get a chance to plug their stuff. So Joshua. Why don't you go first and tell us about Agent Talk?
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So agent at Agent Talk podcast on Instagram. We're on YouTube. Getting YouTube channel going more. Not the so I have actually two channels. Like I get rid of one. It's my personal YouTube channel. So if you just Google or YouTube search Josh grady it'll pop up. That's where we're getting Agent Talk going on the visuals and then available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, talking everything, talking life as an NFL agent. So many misconceptions. Um, but we also talk a lot more than that. Talk about investments, thoughts, love, marriage, God, all of the things. And so anyone, if you want to be great, tap in, subscribe. If you want to be average, <laughs> it's out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> of here. So tap in though, for real. And I appreciate this, Matt. Like this is Birds Marriage Podcast, bro. This is it's been great to see the growth and just your steadfastness. You continue to churn out episodes, and your consistency is definitely admirable, bro. So continue doing what you're
0: doing. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, definitely tune in to agent Talk, especially if you're interested in working in football or just um, all the different topics. I mean, last week, Joshua released a podcast on how waking up at 4 a.m. changes life. And it was, it was awesome. Right. Um, I, I got a lot of valuable information from there. So got to start moving my wake-up time earlier and earlier. So uh,
2: <laughs> almost there, yeah, I'm
0: almost there. Got to get on that level, though. Um, Rodney starting up a podcast. It's going to be focused on scouting. Rodney, tell us about... Uh, what your
2: podcast is, where they can find you and what to expect in the future. Yeah. So um, I was motivated by many people the past few years, but taking the Agent Academy with Joshua Grady, um, it really pushed me. He kept asking, man, why do you not have a podcast? Like, what are you waiting for? And I think 2020, what it really showed us was, I think Joshua has mentioned it before, even on his podcast, 2020 showed us that we may not have lacked um, time. It's really just, we lack discipline. Um, So to me, me just saying, oh, I don't have time. I don't have time. I'm very busy. I I mean, I'm in the corporate world. I'm a district sales manager for Coca-Cola. Working with Grady Sports Agency. It's no excuse. If you wanna do something, um, you make the time for it. You have to be intentional on what you wanna do. But to make a long story short, I finally just got my podcast up and running Um, It's only available right now on Spotify and Anchor, um, creating a website as well, Chance at Greatness. Um, So definitely tap into that. Um, It's going to be featuring, you know, some sports recaps or the top trends that's going on top topics um, for football, for basketball. But really, it's just showing my path from being in the corporate field and emerging into the sports industry as I take um my agent exam this summer that's
0: awesome so a few quick things before we uh get out here make sure you check out agent talk make sure you check out chance for greatness we're going to link their podcast link their social medias in the description make sure you follow them um also grady sports agency we got two guys coming into the 2021 draft class grant store linebacker from houston and jason pinnock corner from pitt make sure you check them out and uh Wait to see their name called on draft day, so looking forward to seeing both them uh, walk the stage or enjoy that moment with their family back home yes. and uh, finally get the call. I know Joshua is going to have a very fun weekend, uh, feeling some calls from some teams. So appreciate you both for coming on and uh, happy to have you on to the Birds Banter podcast again in the future.
1: Appreciate you, Matt. Y'all Thanks for having a song, man. Bears banter going crazy.